Traylon Williams first down and plenty more. Blocking downfield from Osmond. Travion Williams takes it inside the 20 and he'll take it to the end zone. 73 yards. Hey everybody, uh, Prospect Profile is back finally uh, for episode 25. Um, I want to kind of apologize for disappearing for a little bit after the combine ended. Um, it's kind of needed the time, uh, a little bit of time to reassess um, kind of how I approach the show a little bit and uh, just to prevent kind of my own burnout uh, on everything throughout the whole pro- draft process. And uh, I was kind of feeling a little overwhelmed after all the combine stuff and rushing to get shows out. And uh, I was like, wait, you know what? I think we need to, I think I'm to sit down and, kind of approach this a little differently from my my end and you know make some adjustments to prevent myself from from kind of uh getting getting too uh uh down and out and uh downtrodden uh with this process and uh kind of change it up a little bit so what I've been kind of doing is I've been kind of just focusing more on the scouting as of late. Uh, instead of rushing to get another show out, I've been doing a lot more reports kind of stored in my uh, phone. And uh, I have quite a few right at the ready now, so I can kind of just make shows whenever I want. Uh, while I'm just going to keep scouting more guys, I, I still have more in my backlog now so I can get more shows out faster and quicker. Uh, without as as much stress, just kind of uh, you know doing a few guys at a time, scouting a few guys at a time, then getting another batch, and then just recording about whoever I want afterwards. So, kind of helping me out in, in this end. And uh, I so, but I apologize that I've been kind of off the the grid for a little bit here. But we're back today, and. Uh, uh, for episode 25, and I, I really like where we're going today with the first guy uh, we're covering, and I really, really have fallen in love with this guy um, post-combine, um, and I just seeing him at the combine really, like, jarred my, like, I was like, whoa, I need to watch this guy, because I think there's something there, and, after you know, and sure enough, I, when I watched his film, it was it was what I expected, not really what I expected, but like I was actually blown away because I was like, holy cow, why have I not, why have I not gotten more info on this guy further, you know, before that? And that would be Chase Winovich, the edge rusher from Michigan. And I, I talked about him on the combine and how he ran, you know, such a, a good 40 time at the combine and just really like was blowing people away because a lot of people are like, Whoa, he's not like the best athlete in the world, but he actually ran a really good 40. So people were kind of reevaluating a little bit. Like maybe, maybe this guy has got some, some skills. Um, what I will say is that I still think there are some, um, Limit physical limitations with Chase Winovich, regardless of the combine. But I'm gonna get into that a little later. But I want I just want to I want to go over what this guy does so well, which is a lot of things. And I I really 
think he's actually for me when I watch those Michigan games, he stands out so much more than the the much hyped Rashawn Gary to me. And I'm not saying Rashawn Gary can't improve. I have my doubts on that. That that's going to be for another podcast for another time. But I'm just saying for me, Winovich is just the the more polished guy and more ready to go guy right now. If you're drafting someone. That's the guy you want. This guy was just everywhere on film when you when you watch Michigan defensive film. Um, when he does off the line of scrimmage is so good. I mean, he has a very powerful like stab, gets up into guys' uh, pads and just really throws them off from the get go. Uh, he's he doesn't have the quickest get up. Um, I'm mean, gonna but uh, he uh he just he gets up into guys and he really gets that push going, but then um he's able he one of his favorite moves is he ha- he does the push and pull move very very effectively and uses it very much uh so he'll get up into the guys pads he'll push them and then he'll grab that jersey a little bit and then just propel himself past the offensive lineman and then he's got a clear lane at the quarterback and a lot of times he's either if you even if he doesn't get the sack he's going to affect with the pressure and Winovich just just does this regularly and it's not he doesn't just do the push pull either I mean he's just so crafty with his arms and hands in general he's just got a lot he at his disposal I mean you see a, a club move from him a rip move he does and uh you know a lot of other stuff uh on on film but it's always there. You see the arms and and hands are actively moving. They're violent. They're they're strong. Yeah, he's 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 just throwing guys for a loop when uh, when he matches up with offensive linemen with his ability to be so crafty and so technically savvy with his arms and hands. Um, but I th- I mean I think his push pull is probably his greatest asset. That's one of his go-to best moves in his repertoire and uh i really find that he he causes a lot of problems with that that particular one move and uh it's uh he 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 just gets himself free a lot of times and that and that's the thing too and he is just in generally very very good at discarding blockers disengaging I you know I I go on about how important that is um, a lot on this show, where I find a lot certain guys just don't know what to really do with their arms and don't really know how to get off a guy, how to get off a block, and they just they struggle mightily with that with all the other stuff that they have you know ability to do. Some guys just don't really know what they're doing with their arms and. And uh, they just they can't they can't get off that blocker, and he does not. Chase Winovich does not have this problem. Does not. I just I found that a lot of times he's he's freeing himself consistently. Um, pretty much every, almost every other play, you know, it's he he's uh, getting uh, away from his blocker and able to make something happen on a play, or at least try to get there. He's putting himself in position. Which is which is great. Um, another thing, I, I mean, about Winovich is that he is so smart. Uh, he's just—you can tell—he's—he's been been doing this for a while. He's 
one of those guys on their defense that knows what's going on at all times. Um, and I think that his really good IQ where he, he can diagnose where a play is going, it really helps him in run defense situations a lot. Where I know sometimes he does have some, like I said, some athletic deficiencies in, in getting there sometimes on a play, but he is able to put himself in a position a lot of times because he knows where a play is going with, and he's, he's able to use his eyes well where he's going to get, he's actually going to get there, not because of really his his speed or anything like that, but just because he knows where he's positioning himself. And Winovich is just uh, really, really well-versed in, in doing that. So he's a smart player. Chase is a smart player, and that is such an important important thing for going to the next level is that you you know you have that that brain for the game and ability to soak up and learn more and I, I think Winovich absolutely does have that and it's just it's just great and another thing and a great thing that he pairs with that which is just a, such a great package for the next level is that he is effort is never ever in question with this guy you will never have one moment on film where you're like, well, you know, maybe he could have tried a little harder on that play, or maybe he could have gotten it. Uh, every single time this guy, Chase Winovich, is always involved. He's always getting, trying to get there, trying to get to the quarterback, trying to bring down the ball carrier. There's He's always disrupting. He's constantly disrupting it. I see so many times he's he's just giving passers just so such a problem. I mean, they're... Even like I said, even if he doesn't get there, he's finding a way to either sometimes even get his hands up a little bit, or he's he's getting really close, or he's pushing a blocker near the quarterback, and he's just always he's always in the picture, always in the picture doing something, and you can always see that with it, with him on his film. You're never gonna have problems with Winovich and getting him going, his motor, you know, whatever you want to call it. I, I'm sick of calling it a motor. You know, people call it a motor. And I think it's, a, you know, ridiculous. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's just he's just a nonstop uh, energy guy. And I, I really, really like that about Winovich. It's, that's my kind of player right there. And uh, I, I just, I really, really appreciate Winovich a lot and his effort and his mind for the game and his ability to use that. And in spite of certain things that he's not so good at physically, that I think that's such a a good way to make up for that. And also, like and like I said, run defense, man. He's he can he can really defend the run well. Um, like I said, sometimes sometimes he will have some problems, but I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But when he's when he's there and he puts himself in position, he's going to bring down the ball carrier. He doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of problems missing with tackles and whatnot. He had like 15 and a half tackles for loss this year. I think the year before he had about 19 tackles for loss. The guy is routinely in the backfield, like making making things happen and and bringing down ball carriers, and that's going to translate to the next level. He's a guy you absolutely do not have to worry about being a three down defensive lineman. He can play every play every snap for you because he's not a liability on run defense. And he's not like a situational type of guy. He's a guy that you can really rely on being out there a lot. I mean, obviously you can 
you're going to spell him sometimes, but uh, he's a guy that you can depend on being out there because his run defense is, is really good. He sets the edge pretty well, and, uh, and he's able to get into the backfield a lot and cause some problems. So, Winovich, <laughs> really, there's a lot of like here. But here's what here's the things that I think people were seeing beforehand, and I saw myself on tape, was that his lateral movement, it can be a liability in open space. He's not the most twitchy, you know, guy in the hips, and he's not the, uh, he doesn't know really he turn a whole, turn well sometimes. Um, he He's kind of a, He's more of his straight line speed is good, but some pretty good. But sometimes he's uh, when he's kind of turn change that direction a little bit and move side to side. He, it's going to be a little bit of a problem if he's not right there at the ball carrier. I see it a lot of times where he was trying to work. He was trying to work himself back into the into the play and make a tackle, but he was just kind of he just couldn't quite catch up the, to the other guys and uh, and the running back and or or a quarterback that was running the ball. And he just he couldn't quite do it, um, so that's a thing I think at times that he will struggle with, and it may cap him a little bit. It may cap him. He might maybe not be an all pro level player, but I think just with everything else, I think this guy is going to be a at least a really and also a, a, at least a pretty good starter. And also his. First step isn't very great. Uh, he's not too quick. He he. It's every, it's everything after that he does well. It, where some guys just have have like a really great first step, and then don't do a whole lot well after that. But then he he's kind of the other way around. Uh, his burst on the first step isn't great. He's not um. He's not really. He doesn't really anticipate. I mean, it's not like he doesn't have, know how to you know anticipate the snap but it's just it's just i think that first step is isn't really his best uh trait at all he's not going to explode off a snap um and really do and make it happen that way uh his bend and flexibility is iffy um he's not horrible uh, i've seen guys that are tighter than him but he's definitely not to the extent where you, where you kind of maybe want him to be uh get bending and and you know, getting flexibility around uh, offensive linemen his, uh, is kind of lacking. Um, and, and that kind of plays into the, the, some of the problems with him in open space as well. Like, you know, just trying to tra- change that direction. And he kind of, uh, slow, it slows him down a little bit to do that. So, and that's when he has problems sometimes working himself back into a play. So, yeah, that those are the things with Winovich that are, are the question marks I think that are keeping him from being a first round kind of guy, but he's absolutely a second round player. If you're there in the second round and you have the opportunity to draft this kid, you're absolutely foolish if you don't jump on the opportunity. I think Winovich is going to be a really good starter. Like I said, maybe not all pro level. I could be wrong about that too, but I really think he's going to cause some problems. Uh, at the next level, I really like his his profile, um, and I like I like how smart he is, the effort he gives, and what and just how crafty and strong he is with his arms, and the way he's able to discard blockers so so well, and and 
constantly cause pressures is is super great. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got on Chase Winovich. Because become one of my favorite players, uh, I think I've evaluated so far. Like I said, I don't quite, I can't quite give him a first round grade on some of the athlete because some of the uh, other limitations he has. But you know what? He's got good straight line speed though. When he's got that lane to the quarterback, it's like what or the running back, watch out. He's gonna he's gonna get there. So he can get there. So it's like it's just kind of when when the play starts changing direction a little bit is when there's gonna be some problems with his uh, athleticism. Excuse me. Um, but the next player I'm going to go over. I'm going going back to a running back. It feels like it's been a while since I've kind of covered a running back. And the running back I'm looking at today is Travion Williams, the running back from Texas A&M. Uh, 5'9", 200 pounds. He's got a pretty good profile about him at, at, um, size-wise. So that I was kind of like, ooh, that's that's pretty good. So Williams, Williams is interesting. Um, I I like. There are some things I, I I liked, really liked, and then there were some things I really didn't like. Uh, with with the Williams, he uh, I find I find. Oh, excuse me, my phone wasn't on vibrate. How foolish of me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I like how he maintains his balance. He's got very good light feet about him. You can see that he doesn't have like clumsy feet where he's tripping up um, when he gets when he takes a hit. Um, he's able to like like when guys are or especially when guys like try to like leg tackle him, ankle tackle him. He's able to step out of those a lot because he's got that those light feet and he's able to get through those. You have to really hit this guy with power to, to bring him down. Um, I, I, but I find if you're like, you don't come at him the right way, he's going to make you miss for the most part. It's, uh, it's really good. It's really good. That good contact balance is pretty good. And, uh, he, I, I find, I found there was quite a few missed tackles on him on, on film. So uh, that was a, that was a pretty good attribute for Travion Williams when I, that I saw, um, I I like his explosiveness is pretty good. Uh, I I found when he get that gets that open space, he hits that second level. Um, he's able to put the jets on pretty well and uh, get out there and really make something happen. I, uh, I I definitely thought he was a good second level runner uh, with in combination with his light feet and making guys miss a little bit. Uh, I just I thought that was another good thing I saw. With Travion Williams, um, one thing, another thing that I really like about him, and I think this is going to fare very well for Williams, and I, I think that's why people are going to be looking at him in the middle rounds, is that he's a really good blocker, really good pass blocker. And I think a lot of that, you know, he's you know, you get that he's two hundred pounds, he's got that two hundred pounds on him, so he's a little, little bulkier than you know some some other backs that may have problems with the pass blocking. But I found I found he's really good in pass blocking situations. He doesn't really get blown up a whole lot. I found he held his ground really well, hold his own, and uh, that was that fair is going to fare well for him being 
able to be out there for as a possible three down back maybe and because that's a lot of times that's what keeps some some running backs off the field sometimes from being that type of back is that they sometimes coaches don't trust their pass blocking um i don't ever see that as a problem for travion williams because he he can block this guy can really block well and uh he was. I'm not saying he was laying guys out or anything like like Josh Jacobs was a couple times on film, but um, he's he's really good, just really sound and really uh, really good in, in pass blocking. So I definitely think that is a, a big plus, big plus for Travion Williams and his stock. Um, but there's a couple things that I think are going to hold Travion Williams back from being in that like first tier of running backs and. I think the the thing, the big thing for me is that you're going to have to get this guy in space as much as you possibly can. His um, anticipation uh, for for defenders where there where there'll be is lacking, especially on inside runs. I found his vision was below average, um, to say the least. He makes a lot of. I think he makes a lot of pre-snap decisions where he's going to run. Where he's not anticipating, he's choosing. He's going, okay, I am going to run here. No matter how the play develops, I am going to run here. I don't like that. That is, I think, for me, you to be that next-level type of guy in an NFL offense for as a running back... I think you need to be able to adapt post snap and where the play is going and see use your eyes well and see where the the offensive linemen are going, where the blocks are developing, where the holes are forming. And I find that Travion Williams doesn't quite have that. I, I just saw too many times he runs into traffic. He's kind of and he doesn't, and it's not like the guy has a whole lot of overpowering strength to run through the traffic. So when he's hitting that traffic, he's kind of hitting that dead stop, and there's really not a whole lot else going on there. He's not like a a pile driver type of runner, and I you kind of figure with his size, he may be a little stronger, but it's not doesn't really show up there uh, when you watch his film. And yeah, I just I don't know. I didn't wasn't really a fan of just that. Sometimes he's his vision kind of goes. He gets a little tunnel vision sometimes, and he kind of like uh, picks a lane and sticks there. And then sometimes that just limits what he can do because he's not adjust, not always adjusting and looking to see where the play is developing. So I just question. Um, his his really is upside in the NFL. I think he can definitely be a solid like back. You rotate in and out with like, another guy, which is where I mean, which is where the league is going for the most part. But he's not going to be one of those top tier guys, in my opinion. I think he's going to be a, like a fine back. I don't think he's bad by any means, but I don't think he's ever going to really be like a thousand yard type of guy um i think he's going to be kind of a a complimentary piece in, in an offense and not really a focal point of it 
So I I and that's because I just think that what he does, uh, with with the ball in his hands, can be, you know, kind of limits, uh, that for him. Another thing I saw. Uh, he uh, he as a receiver. Um, they didn't seem to look his way a whole lot when I, with the games I've watched of him. There sometimes it was it was actually where Mond would actually not throw his direction when he was wide open a couple times, and I was like, "Whoa! Like, what's?" Why? Wow, he's like wide open. He's no one's really thrown to him, and I think I don't know. It makes me think: Do they not trust his receiving ability a whole lot? Um, I I think maybe some of his route running isn't really crisp, and it doesn't really open him up. Sometimes I saw. I mean, I did see a lot a couple times that you know he was kind of covered, and he didn't really get open when he was covered. I think he's one of those guys you maybe you throw a, you know some screen passes to, and that's about it. He's not really a guy that's going to create a whole lot as a receiver. Um, yeah, like I said, screen passes, you know, so be it, are, are you know a different animal. It, it's kind of a not really, it's a reception, but it's not really a receiving a reception. You know, it's kind of like I said, that's getting him out in space, which I think is great for him. But if he was able to. Um, be a better receiver. I think those opportunities to get him in space would increase, and he'd be able to do a little more and get in that second level where he's where he's really good. But I think he's capped right now. He's not a very good receiver, so he doesn't really have that um in his arsenal. So he's more of a kind of a screen guy, or you know, or a guy you kind of hand off to the outside and. I'm not saying he can't run inside, but I think he's definitely a better, like an outside runner for sure. He, I, I think when he bounces plays to the outside is when things start to really happen for him. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The receiving game wasn't it wasn't a whole lot there when I watched. So, de- definitely think that's going to be another thing that holds him back somewhat. But you know, I think Trayvon Williams is like he's going to be a solid back that that gets you know is going to help a team. He's gonna he's not going to be a a liability because, like I said, he's great great pass blocker. Um, when he does get some room, he's he can make things happen. He's not limited um, in that aspect. But he's not a guy you're going to be able to really pound, as a pound between the tackles type of guy. He doesn't really have that strength. Um, he doesn't like I said. He, he kind of doesn't see too well when he's in inside running inside. Um, his vision isn't great, and uh, his anticipation is isn't that great either when he's running, uh, especially when he's running inside. So he's kind of picking where to run, and he's and he sticks there sometimes. So I don't know. Williams, uh, Travion Williams, Texas A and M. He's uh, I think he's more of a fifth sixth round type of guy that um I think he's going to help a team for sure but I I just don't think he's going to reach that that level that level of like top tier backs at all just with some of the, the his limitations
Yeah, I saw that he was worked out by the Bears, though, and the Bears met with him, which is an interesting move because there have been uh, rumblings that Jordan Howard could be on his way out there and that the Bears could be looking for their next back. And maybe they think Travion Williams can be that guy or just another guy that they pair up with a Tarek Cohen and... I don't think he's the best compliment to Cohen, though, personally. I, I really think they could use a more of a, a guy like a kind of like a, a more of a back that can bruise a little more uh that that would compliment Cohen. But you know, maybe they're looking for that too. Maybe you know, maybe they're covering their bases and we'll see what happens. But and I think it's possible that Jordan Howard is out, out of there from what I hear and uh that they you know they're clearly looking at running backs. <laughs> they because they also brought in Devin Singletary, who I think would be a really good fit for them. I think for me, I would definitely for, uh, maybe take Singletary a little higher, you know, because you you have to take Mally Singletary a little higher than Travion Williams. But I I, mean, I would do that if I'm the Bears. I think he'd be really good. Him and Cohen together would be really good tandem. So that would be interesting. But you know, I guess Travion Williams could work as well, but. I don't think it would work as well as that as a Singletary for them. But uh, that's going to do it for episode 25 today, guys. Uh, thank you uh, for being patient for waiting for this next episode. I'm going to be trying to get more out now soon because, like I said, I have some reports kind of stocked up and I'm going to be putting some more in my phone. So uh, hopefully they're going to keep coming uh quicker now that draft season is is the last month is upon us the finish line is coming um it's getting really exciting now so stick with us and we're going to continue to get you more coverage as this goes on you can follow us prospect profile on twitter at prospect prof um and then we're also on facebook and instagram uh by looking up uh prospect profile on facebook and we're actually at prospect profile at prospect profile on instagram um the way you can listen to us we're on different platforms we have our uh, itunes uh the link is on our twitter we're also you could also just search up prospect profile will pop up on there uh same thing on stitcher just search up prospect profile and we're on podbean at prospectprofile.podbean.com and guys, listen, uh, now that it's getting, we're ramping up to draft season, if any of you guys are pretty into the draft and you guys want to do a mock draft on a, on one of our pods one time, and, you know, I'm trying to get, I would like to get something like that going uh, soon uh, and trying to get like a whole team together, at least do like a one round mock, maybe two, three, who knows, depending on the dedication and the type of people we get. But I'd love to start doing that at some point soon. So if you are interested in doing that, please, please um, hit me up on Twitter uh, on the prospect profile, Twitter um, on my personal Twitter at L O B underscore three, or you can even email me at L A W R E N C E O B R I E N three at gmail.com. So that's my email. And you could always email me about that if interested. So, but thank you all for listening again, and uh, stay tuned for the next episode that's coming coming your way pretty soon, I think. So, take care.